What? what point six degrees of success? Negative point sixty success? What? What does that mean? It means you broke it. Do I roll it again, <laughs> Eric? <coughs> he died. Well, that's a sad end to our campaign. Does that mean I succeeded or I failed? You succeeded in killing Eric with your terrible roll. <laughs> I don't understand what I did. <laughs> Ned is not going to be able to make it this time. John is unresponsive. Uh, okay, so at this point, I'd say we can get into the day's festivities. Zarkov had said he wanted to be shadowing you guys yeah. on the way down to the mines, slash foundries, whatever the plasma stuff is made at. And um, Ketho is growing out with his Damic Bro. So <laughs> you guys, plus Natalie on the trip down to the reactors. Hmm. You're sort of walking within the bounds of the House Corvus section. Adjoining the main Ravenhold area is um, Raven's Port, which is quite extensive spaceport area, the largest on the Noble Spires. There's a much more vast port in the Hive Traxxas at large, but this is the largest of the Noble Ports. Um, It's like a private port, though. Yes, it is. You get down to Ravensport, and they have an Akula lander there in jet black with some decorative silver and green stripes, and the uh, crest of House Corvus proudly emblazoned on the side. And Natalie gestures towards the Akula lander. So where exactly are these mines? Are they in, like, the crust of the planet and we have to fly down? Yes. Okay. As you guys make your way down to port, then... um. Storms are actually just starting to die down. Looking out from the Ravensport docking area, there's a view of all the spires and areas of Hive Traxxas, but you see below you there's actually a um, big gouged area on the side of one of the Hive spires where a cargo craft was thrown into the spire by the wind and dashed into pieces. So that there's burning wreckage way far down below. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hop into the Aquila Lander and take off. I'll leave it to Zarkov how he actually manages to get down after you. Um, he Which, does uh, a halo jump. <laughs> if I he had a grav shoot, he could do that. Holy shit, he should totally get a grav shoot. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. That would be like spec ops. You know, I think you actually use Operate Aeronautica to land properly with one of those things so he's already trained on how to use it so you guys um fly (laughs) down to the base zarkov might be following you he might not be he's keeping radio silent and you can't read his mind because he's untouchable he's either crammed himself into a box or he's currently plummeting at supersonic speed towards the surface (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys fly down there. It takes half an hour to actually make the flight down to <coughs> landing pads. There's like a small private landing pad some distance away from the actual commercial-sized pads. pads where all the plasma is transported. As you touch down at the private pad, then you climb 
out of the lander and into a waiting auto carriage. And um, this is more of a um, armored buggy design than the sleek limousine sort of affair that you rode to Ravenhold in. And this uh, takes you through winding paths um, down its tires. How stubby, stubbly. Are tires. Yeah, they are stubbly with like fist-sized protrusions all over the thing. <laughs> Very stubby. Yeah, in the best sort of way. There's a lot of loose chips of stone all over the ground. As you land, there's actually crews sweeping all that material off of sensitive equipment. They're uncovering some armored tarps from all the equipment. Got to protect it every time the wind comes along. You ride down another half hour, but um, much slower pace than the lander, of course, going through all the winding corridors through the canyons. Hmm. After that, you get to the main plasma works. They're separated into a number of chambers. You arrive at one, and it's the size of... You've seen starship reactors before, Tyrus, and this is... So have I. Like, so yes, have you I. have too, actually. This is like dwarfs the reactor of anything you've seen. And I'm guessing the there's size. multiple of them? Yes. It's like the size of a five-story building in height. And then there's support structures surrounding it that are even larger. So oh, it's a the wonder work of the Omnissiah. That's just the reactor. And then there's um, plasma compressor tubes lining the edges of this cavern you see like thick cables the size of tree trunks oh winding down oh no we get to freaking flush out john now hi how's it going it's going all right john you're either plummeting towards the planet at supersonic speeds what? or you're stuffed into a crate like a weak old jello what? Well, how did this happen? Okay, essentially what happened is they went down to visit the plasma reactors, the refinery areas operated by House Corvus. You were shadowing behind them, being sneaky-sneaky. They got onto a private shuttle and flew down there, they being Natalie and Tyrus and Martin and a couple of attendant guards. That leaves Zarkov up in Ravensport, the private hangar of house corvus and there's quite a long way down <laughs> go after them so if you want to continue your snooping you'll have to figure out some way to get down there i mean i can pilot something if i can find it well the reason you were plummeting towards the earth at supersonic speeds was we were thinking about you using a graph shoot oh god <laughs> <laughs> it'd be awesome <laughs> And apparently how you steer them is with piloting skills, so... Oh. Does that actually you're, work? Yeah. You're actually trained for it already. All right. Do I have a grav shoot? Not, like, on your person, but there are almost assuredly grav shoots somewhere in this hangar. Oh, yeah. Balls to the wall? <laughs> Balls to what wall? <laughs> wow. Obviously, the, the wall that's on the uh, planet I'm going <laughs> Okay. First, you have to acquire said grav shoot. Uh, I mean, I don't know how hard that is. That's up to you, Eric. Depends if you want to do it legally or illegally. How easy is it to do it legally? I think uh-huh. it's expensive. That's not good. I don't yeah, really but... want to talk to people. So, is there grav shoots visible that I could steal? Yes. 
Is there um, people watching the parachutes? Civilian ships have regular parachutes for emergency disembarkation. Grav chutes are definitely a military sort of device. Okay. There is a small three-plane wing of Thunderbolt fighters that are all undergoing service. So there's a bunch of um, House Corvus Private Defense Force technicians maintaining them. Um, and on racks in the wall behind them, tucked away behind a bunch of crates and whatnot, there's a number of grav chutes hung up on harnesses in sort of like an equipment storage cabinet. Am I equipped for sneaking right now, or am I just wearing normal bodyguard? You were were definitely going to be. What were you wearing? Maybe I'm just wearing a body glove because I'm Mm -hmm. trying to follow them. I'm not necessarily trying to be a bodyguard. So I guess I'm kind of incognito. Yeah, I'll try to probably have your stummers at least, though. That makes sense, yeah. Just the, well, the camel line cloak's a little bit excessive for walking around and every day, just like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm super sneaky. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be shadowing us. Yeah. The stummer is small enough that you can realistically conceal it. Yeah. All right. Can I uh, sneak over and see if I can steal a grab shoot then? Sure. Make your stealth roll with your um, plus 30 from the stummer. Nice. Oh, yeah. Boom. There we go. See, there's right. something you can that, do. Okay. Um, is it possible to beat that? No, they don't see you at all. So <laughs> when you get to the cabinet, though, you um see that they're all actually securely fastened in place with a lock. So you'll have to do security to pass through it. It's not uh, a particularly advanced right. lock, so it's just an unmodified security test. Okay, and you can spend a fate point to give yourself plus 10 before you do it, right? If you want to, yeah. Nah, I'm about to jump onto a planet. I should probably save those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for when you're plummeting towards the Earth, yeah. Right. Oh, no. Or did I say that? You have, like, your basic combi tool and picks, and you're trying to use that to open it up. But um, <laughs> as you're moving it back and forth, then you knock into one of the other grab shoots, and it makes a really loud clanking noise. So you hear um, one of the mechanics go, what was that over there? Greg, are you uh, back there to... smoking loose sticks again when you're supposed to be working? <laughs> and yeah, your footsteps exactly. coming towards you. Is there anywhere I can hide immediately? Yes, you can duck around the corner if you make a stealth roll. Okay. So plus thirty or Stummer is still active, so yeah. Alrighty. All right, Not you uh, still get more degrees of success than Not I do. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> you pull yourself around the corner into a um, technician's access passageway, right as you see the other person, one of the mechanics coming to uh, investigate the noise. He looks around a bit, <laughs> like, huh? Yeah, shrugs, then turns around, and goes back to work. <laughs> Can I go back and try to security? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> oh, God. I want some locks for you to break. Anyway. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> you, alternatively, you could try a strength check to just break the thing. Um, <laughs> this is true. I, I don't think I'll do any better. <laughs> I'll try one more actually, time. How secure does it look? Are you doing security with intelligence or agility? Uh, intelligence. Um, uh, you should do it with agility for a mechanical lock. Oh, okay. Uh, your How previous attempt still would have been a failure. Yeah. If you go click on oh, your, um, like right by your security skill, there's a little 
Oh, drop uh, down. Drop yep, down I see that. Yeah. All right, got it. <laughs> Just time you uh, jimmy the lock again, and the lock clicks open, and you withdraw, grab, shoot. Now you just got to make it to a good jump off point. <laughs> How do you go about that? You've got to grab shoot securely fastened. It's like big backpacks that the uh, Cadian Stormtrooper models have. Well, actually, um, I was literally just looking at the wiki entry for grab shoots. So, huh? oh, nice. Yep, that's a grab shoot. To be uh, honest, for a is, while I thought it was just like a super high tech parachute. Like I didn't think it was like a little jetpack. Oh. It's only strong enough to give you, like, a guided descent. It's not useful for oh. making uh, powered jumps, like a jump pack. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So is there any place that I see that's not obvious that I could jump off of? Because I know there's obviously the, the docking bay or whatever that's open, what they went out of. But is there anything like, like a trash chute or something that I can just, like... <laughs> the maintenance corridor you ducked into earlier might lead to somewhere. But um, in your current area, it's... It's essentially all, like, wide open. And yeah, there's you, a lot of people milling around. Just um, and occasionally there's um, ships coming and going. At this moment, there's a shuttle embarking a couple. Um, they're uh, dressed in added robes with auto quills and whatnot. And they're uh, <laughs> climbing aboard a shuttle. There's a, a guy, like, waving little glowy cones. Um, hijack it, John. Hijack it. No, I'm not going to hijack it, but I'm going to sneak on the outside of it. <laughs> Hold on. Like a grim. So it's, where you are currently is definitely a high traffic area. All right. Is there any way I can sneak on to the, what's uh, the place? Here's, I actually have uh, a slight idea. It's like, you know, while the things in the middle are taking off, they can't be a, directly around it. You know, you can kind of slip in. It's like they might, hey, did, did it do just jump off the hangar? And it's like, yeah, and it's like, um, all right, that's one. <laughs> it's just like, who knows? That's one way you could do it. Yeah, I was thinking I'd sneak on to the top or like some part on the ship and just wait for them to take off and just jump off. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of um, like, yeah, that's uh, what I mean. It's like you can't really get to the shuttle until it's too dangerous. Oh, okay. Along the sides of the hangar, there are large reinforcement trusses. And gantries overhead that have large servo crane arms attached to it. So if you wanted to move along the top and jump down onto a vehicle or even with a large jump, just jump off the hangar from up there, you could <laughs> potentially do it. All right. Jesus Christ. I guess uh, I'll do an Assassin's Creed leap of faith. At least right. instead um, of a bail. So is there an obvious point that I could jump off the hangar that would be easy, or do you think the uh, vehicle option would be more viable? There is a um, it basically what amounts to a giant armored garage door that um, <laughs> is currently retracted in the ceiling, but um, you could clamber your way along the guiding track for that and then jump out the hangar that way. Or um, there are gantries that could get you basically to above any point in the hangar you wanted to be. It's just Going out the garage door gives you the best chance of actually clearing the hangar with a jump. Is it just a sheer drop after? It's a gradually sloping outward drop. Oh. So make sure you get a good head of speed. Yeah, I'm going to jump on a vehicle. <laughs> or you could find like you... a sled of some sort. Yeah, did you... Um... <laughs> 
I don't think you brought your grapnel with you if you're here just being a bodyguard. Or did you bring it and you have it stuffed in your coat somewhere? I think so. I would use it <laughs> for sneaking on building tops. <laughs> and you have a pretty good sleight of hand skills. And you have many pockets, so <laughs> you, you do have your grapnel with you. All right. In so case I... that comes in handy. <laughs> Me and grappling on the ships have a history. Yeah, just just contain your urge to pull out the chainsword this time. You don't want to kill these people. <laughs> just like some guy on a trading mission. <laughs> From the way you sounded, it's like he could almost, like, sled down it. Yeah, you could, if you're careful to avoid the air recyc vents. <laughs> okay, don't do that. That sounds really dangerous. <laughs> Although awesome, and so not it, like it, what you're doing already isn't dangerous. You know all those levels that every game has when you're, like, sliding down a mountain? You have to move to uh, avoid the giant rocks in your path? It would be kind of like that. Well... So can I get to a point where I can jump down onto a ship? Yes. Or okay, then I want to do that. Okay. Um, to climb up the gantry, uh, give me athletics at a plus twenty because there are plentiful handholds. The wind is reasonably strong, but coming in gusts. All right, got it. So you uh yeah. climb up the plentiful gantry handholds and um get up to like ceiling level. Where do you want to go now that you're up at ceiling height? I want to get across to where I can jump down on a ship that won't notice me jumping on top of it. Give me acrobatics at plus 10. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You're kind of close there, buddy. (laughs) Almost Um, fall. You um, scamper along a beam and uh, wobble a little bit from occasional gusts, but you make it across. Does anybody see you? Probably not. Nope. Um, (laughs) Nobody thinks to look up at the gantries for people (laughs) like hidden assassins with grab shoots. Uh, Not part of their daily routine. Um, Now that you're up here, you see. um, (laughs) Whereas, like, it's weird if you're not looking for assassins on the ceiling. Yeah, so from your vantage point up there, you see um, outside, uh, you see down below there is a um, gouge in the side of the hive at least a mile down below where a ship had been dashed against the hive during the latest windstorm and blown oh! to pieces. Yeah. Um, Poor bastards. <laughs> exactly yeah. what I thought. You see there's a couple very tiny figures of work crews down there clearing debris on the outside of the hive. Presumably uh, scraping bodies off the windows. They have spatulas. Um, <laughs> but uh, are you getting above a ship and trying to jump onto one of those? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that, that has good handholds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aquila landers have wings that are sort of like stylized like an Aquila wing and have quite a number of good surfaces to grip on, actually. All right. Um, and that is the ship below you that is now clearing to take off. <laughs> the ship lifts into the air and starts moving forward, and as soon as it does that, do you take a leap? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Athletics test! Um, oh, any plus minus? Plus ten? Plus ten. Already. Big target. <laughs> wow! You can freaking do a triple somersault. Yeah! 
now make an operate aeronautica test at plus 20 or uh, if you want to use the grab shoot if you just want to land gracefully then make an acrobatics check uh um, yeah then I'll, I'll do an acrobatics any plus minus no Ooh. got it all right so it is a pretty high jump but are able to land yeah you've got uh da, 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 three degrees of success on that so that's enough to negate the fall damage nice. from that so you land pretty silently actually on the surface of the Aquila lander nobody actually sees you do this um, <laughs> and you crouch really low and hold on for dear life as the Aquila lander accelerates out give me a strength test at plus 20 <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, oh god that was mm-hmm. horrendous I mean, you just will get released from the lander a little bit earlier than you would have wanted to. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, then that's fine. You can salvage it. You're not dead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to, like, you know, fall off into, like, the you after suck, You get sucked into a jet engine and die. <laughs> Burn a fate point. No. All right, so you go. <laughs> it accelerates out, and, um, you know, you were expecting it, but jet engines go fast really quickly you hold on for a while but can't maintain your grip and you go <laughs> you fall off you have a lot of forward momentum from the plane so you uh-huh. wheel through the air um, and see the surface of the hive rushing past below you um you see the lander jet off into the distance ahead of you um but you are now in a controlled well, not entirely uncontrolled freefall at this point. Give me an operate aeronautica test at plus 20 to make it a controlled freefall. <laughs> Got it. So you managed to uh, stabilize yourself skydiver style and then um, reach the ignition knobs for the um, grab chute. They're like two little arms that go out like space suit maneuverability pack style. So you... With a couple of controlled bursts, you get yourself flying straight again and uh, jet out just enough to coast down through the air. You fall like this for um, over half an hour uh, through the air, um, giving like, yourself a good, uh, good healthy jets forward as you go. At one point, you see like a guy watching the windows and the outside of a hive just look at you like, I wave. <laughs> he drops his brush. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> you uh, continue your glorious flight. If someone wants to put on Flight of the Valkyries to set the mood, um, <laughs> so you glide through and um, you see um, the way ahead is pretty clear. They've got prominent landing lights. As you coast around the side of another spire, you see a large landing pad illuminated below. Nice. You can recognize the Aquila Lander the party members took down earlier. Is there any place that I see that I can control fall to where I'll be out of sight and still get to the hangar without falling into a heat vent or something? (laughs) (laughs) Right into the garbage chute. You can come down on top of one of the cliff faces surrounding the camp area. There's a lot of cargo crates and whatnot, and you could potentially come down behind one of those, which would give you better access to vehicles or 
other stuff in that landing zone, but there's a greater chance people could see you. I'm going to go to the outskirts then. Come down on top of one of the cliffs. Yeah, and try to climb down. All right, uh, make a operate aeronautica plus 20 to stick the landing. Love how we're actually good at things now. <laughs> you, um, you land successfully, and uh, <laughs> control arms automatically retract back into the backpack as you land. Nice. So now from then there, sneak um, down without being seen. You see that the route that um, most people are taking to and from the reactors um, is sort of like a crisscrossing switchback winding path down the side of the cliff. So you actually might be able to go a lot faster on a grab shoot than people could on a car. Nice. Then I'll do that. Give me a athletics check to jump. Alrighty. Doing um, a lot of jumping today. Plus 10 for the running start. Because you can get a running start from up here. Woo! Woo! Vroom! Yeah. You got a, <laughs> a mighty leap. Propel yourself into the air. Yeah, I make motorcycle noises. Ring, ding, 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 ding. And then and jet yourself along down. And um, you um, fly down the cliffside in very fast time. By the way, um, your stummer marked down and it's out of charge. Uh, the process of sneaking I, around into the proper position depleted the charge on your stummer. Uh, you can recharge it later, but you're out of stummer for now. Yeah, I can recharge it at you, aren't you, with battery? Yeah, I have a little battery. <laughs> nice. I can simultaneously charge three iPads. <laughs> All right, you jet your way down and... um. Give me an awareness test as you're flying by. As you fly down, you um, see uh, behind one of the switchbacks, tucked behind a cliff face from an angle that really wouldn't be visible unless you were flying over it in a grav chute, for instance. There's a number of people loading boxes onto a motorized trike. It's sort of like a motorcycle but with a extended back and two tires with room for like 300 kilograms of cargo. And there's two guys loading some stuff into one of those. And they look like they're trying very hard to avoid attention. Can I slowly descend on my grab chute and observe closer? Do you want to land same level as them or above them? Probably above them, but I don't want to be seen. I can climb closer once I get down. All right. Give me um, another Operate Aeronautica at plus 20 to land. Oh, no. How much did you fail by? Five. Failed by five or five degrees of failure? By five. That's just you've fallen two meters for each degree of failure, which is, um, that's actually not much damage at all. It's like 1d10 plus two. Okay, so you, you take five damage to your leg, but I think your toughness and armor. Yeah. Oh, it, it ignores armor, but not toughness, actually. So. Oh, so I only have four, you so take I take one. one. You take one point of damage as you uh, <sighs> bump your shin a bit on the landing. <laughs> you dust yourself off and continue. Make a stealth check for me without the benefit of your stummer. Okay. Woo. 
Yeah, you both have the same number of degrees of success. Your target number was higher, so he doesn't actually see you. Yeah, we're both at eight. <laughs> yeah, they um, continue packing their stuff, but um, one of the guys looks around a bit as you're doing that, but then uh, continues packing his things. At this point, we're going to flip back to Tyrus and Martin. So Tyrus and Martin, you're down in the main... Um, Catacombs? Yes, power catacombs. Uh-huh. Um, now that you're here, Natalie Corvus launches with great enthusiasm into talking about all the gigajoules of production that the um, plasma reactors can manage. She actually uses terajoules for this. Um, <laughs> the wind turbines produce a truly staggering amount of energy. I can so, only imagine what they could do if they could get a wind turbine that would turn it like jet turbine like speeds that's what they have i know that's what i'm saying i can only imagine (laughs) what do you want to ask natalie about either tyrus or martin is a lot of this power routed back how much of it is sent off world and how much of it is used by the hive we have enough turbines to make about three times what we need to power the entirety of the hive so one-third of that goes to powering the hive, two-thirds to plasma production. A small amount of it is used to power the fleets and local system, but most of it is shipped off-world. We have contracts with ten different Imperial Guard regiments to supply them, and a number of PDF forces, too. Damn, so, they're, yeah, they're a military asset. How deep exactly does all this go? Like, how extensive of a cavern network? It mostly um, sprawls out rather than down because of the peculiarities of the weather here. There's a lot of rain, and if we go down, then we run risk of water running down to the lower levels and flooding. So we actually keep everything on a fairly level plane and make sure it drains off along the canyon's paths. Hmm. The machine you see before you, there's... um, Dozens of these same sort of machine all um, spread out around a very large area, several square kilometers, really, all filled with power-generating reactors. Yeah. The power is on very long cables coming down from the turbine locations. What's a good segue to get this into the social aspect to get information about our targets? Because she obviously knew them. Tyrus, any ideas? (laughs) Well, are you are you afraid of asking awkward questions? Is that what you mean? To... Actually, no. It probably doesn't matter that much now that we're with her alone. But whether she's acting as part of Corvus or not, there's a pair of House Corvus armsmen with you, but they're far enough to be out of earshot of a personal conversation. There's more just like watching for trouble. I was thinking about maybe power generation. Like the distribution across the hive. I don't know. Bring up Oberon in a non-suspicious way. Like That's a good idea, though, is bring up Oberon, definitely. Well, I could just ask something simple like, oh, how jealous is House Oberon of this rather majestic power generator that you have here? <laughs> Most of the house is a bunch of avaricious, grabbing little lordlings who want everything they can get their hands on. Most of them. So they're jealous of everything. Yeah. I ask, is this the only power source in the city? 
for for the city, I should say. Well, it's not provided exclusively by uh, House Corvus. Every house has some turbines that they own and operate, but Corvus has the most. Well, of course. But yes, wind, wind power provides all the energy that we need. I suppose there's some hydroelectric from runoff water, and a lot of it is banked in power capacitors for later use during the very rare periods where there is no wind happening. The wind powers are reliable enough that we can run the hive off of solely that. Well, I'm yeah. guessing they're just about the only people who do plasma off-worlding. Corvus? Yeah, or production of it, I should say. The other houses do too, but House Corvus has three times the off-world plasma shipments of all the other houses combined. <laughs> so okay. we're the primary suppliers. A quick interjection. Martin, when she was answering your question about how does House Oberon feel about this you know she trailed off a bit at the end when she was talking about most of them you don't think so highly of your fellow lords i assume well your average nobleman is shallow self-interested concerned only with their personal advancement and generally more interested in having a ball than in doing the work that needs to be done in the emperor's service not everyone though there's a few good apples like who? I'd I'd rather... Never mind, forget I said anything. Mm. She sort of looks away at that point. Goody. Mind scanning time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me pull up my cheat sheet. <laughs> the beauty of psychic powers, command. So I'm thinking just a little bit of... Just some light mind scanning will probably do the trick. Okay, so I'm standing right next to them, so range is not an issue. All right, yeah, so I'm just going to do telepathic link. I will drop my psi rating. I want to drop it down too low. I'll drop it from 5 to 3, I think. This does come with a negative 10, just because that's what that ability has. She did well, but not good enough. Every single fiber of her mind is racing, wondering... What happened to Ophelia? Where is she? Hmm. She was different. She was special. Hmm. The intensity of the thoughts shocks you. Are you telepathically messaging that? Yeah, I, I, I relay this to Martin. Make another psychic test for um, doing that. And this time I'm going to drop it all the way down to one. Yeah, so it's basically of no chance of failing, but it's, you It's might, like the equivalent um, of Morse code. You might just cause perils of the warp, but you have basically no chance of failing. Okay. So yeah, you push the message. What do you say to him? I say she harbors strong feelings for her supposed rivals. Hmm. I know a pretty good segue here. You can actually mention that we were um, hired by uh, Matthias to find a view. Yeah, it's a perfect time to bring it up. I think we can kind of just basically say we were. Um, Coincidentally, we were uh, hired by uh, Matthias Ogron himself to track down someone. Yes, but she didn't say that. She just thought it. So it'd be like, so that person you were just thinking of. No, yeah, no, we're... no. <laughs> well, we were talking about House Oberon. Uh, That's what I mean. Transition your way into um, that sort of come up. Well, if you think it's wise to reveal the mission that basically John is going on right now. It's not part of our main objective. I don't really see any reason not to reveal it, especially when we know with 100% certainty 
that she would be an ally in that cause. So, yeah, that's where I'm going in this. You yeah, why don't, okay, why don't you find some way of, of addressing that? <laughs> well, if anything goes too horribly, there's always uh, erasure. So go <laughs> ahead and ask. <laughs> but she doesn't really mind that she knows of our association to Oberon. No, she, everyone knows that we're staying there. Well, everyone yeah, knows, but she doesn't harbor any ill will towards us because of that. No, you're not part of House Oberon. You're guests. You're not House Oberon yourselves. It's a perfect kind of choice. Like, why are we at House Oberon? It's like we're just high-end investigators for hire, I guess. That's a pretty good double cover, ain't it? Yeah, sure. I would say, yeah, ask her if something goes wrong. I'll use Fendi Spoonie powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you say it to her? You know, the main reason we were at Passoberon to begin with was we were hired by them to find someone. Well, the only one missing from House Oberon that they'd really want to find is Ophelia. You looking oh, for Ophelia? You, you know about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Yes, I do. <laughs> She's been missing okay. for a few days at this point. Did you know her? Yes. We were close friends. From my understanding, such things would be frowned upon. Well, our houses don't get along at all, really. So we kept it mostly uh, a secret from our respective houses. We can continue to harbor that secret if maybe you could lend us any information that could lead us to her. If I had information, I would be looking for her myself. Why I'm in the dark here. Anyone who might take her or want anything to happen to her? She's like, well, um, I um, don't know of anyone specifically who would want to harm her. She was last seen heading towards Corvus Spire. Did you have any interactions with her that night? She was supposed to meet me to discuss some business matters. But uh, she never arrived none of our security had reported seeing her at all within the borders of Ravenhold. so um it's possible she never got that far even what kind of business uh, were you going to discuss well we had some mutual enemies we were discussing she doesn't know anyone that would hurt her and we're going to discuss okay uh, there's a difference between levels of hurt and you know, enemy, I get it, but those are still people we want to know about. That's all. Do you say this aloud? Not in so many words. Um, we must uh, look to question them. My enemies? Indeed. The enemies in question, we don't know exactly who they are. Ah, but we know House Marin's principal clients, certainly, but they are uh, involved with people throughout the Spire of Nobility. Are you familiar with the Faceless Trade? The Faceless Trade is the um, nickname for the illicit smuggling of Xenos relics throughout the Calixis sector. <laughs> Did you ever meet any of these smugglers? So you are familiar with the Faceless Trade, then. We haven't personally encountered them, but um, I'm quite sure that uh, several... Members of House Marin are um, deeply involved with them, as are even some people in House Oberon or House Corvus. But House Marin 
I'm sure is where their main region of dealing is. Illicit Xenos, drugs, weaponry, dangerous objects. They're very slippery and difficult to pin down, though. So you say you've never met any of them, but how did you learn this? How did you get involved? I've overheard people discussing it at various functions that I attended. I was more sociable when Ophelia was around, and I had someone I could tolerate at social functions. Oh. <laughs> so you overheard some shady dealings going on about Xeno smuggling. Is there anything of interest that uh, you wanted from them? In terms of buying products from them, absolutely not. Really, uh, Ophelia was the one who was particularly focused on finding this group, and I was... um helping her mostly but um to find out what she specifically was after you'd have to talk to her she had told me that she had a um a large um breakthrough with her uh investigations and wanted to tell me about it in person she didn't trust com lines for it and so was about to meet me in person when she disappeared she suspected one of the nobles who um from a minor house but who attends the house Marin court frequently. Cedric is his name. I heard you had a run-in with Eldric Marin. Cedric's one of his cronies who follows around in a pack. She thought he might be a point of contact for the smugglers, but they cover their tracks well, and it was difficult to pin them down. What house was he from again? He was from a minor house, but essentially affiliated with house Marin. Uh, the minor houses tend to cluster around the major houses that um, are sort of aligned with their interests. House Montessa is the name of the minor house, if it's relevant. So we know that she was spying on, well, we don't know for sure what she was doing, but I think it's a fair assumption she was spying on one of the, or multiple of the houses. Uh, were you yourself involved in anything like this, or were you only going to listen to what she had to say? when uh, you were going to meet. In the spying? Well, I did uh, a bit of intelligence gathering myself, but Ophelia was always um, most enthusiastic, passionately motivated to track these people down. Well, that's obviously where we're going next. Uh, so House Montessa, are they known for any particular trades? I mean, the number of their um, artisans make high-quality clothing. That's just about it. They purchase raw materials imported from other major houses, House Marin or Corvus, principally. They do more business with Marin than with Corvus, and they fashion that into clothing in the local styles. It's obvious that they're sewing Xenos thread into their (laughs) wares. It's very possible. No human mind could conceive that billowing monstrosities that some <laughs> noblemen strap about their shoulders. I'm in a retcon. I didn't actually say that. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Do you have any leads yourselves looking into Ophelia's whereabouts? Not much, but uh, this information you provided shall be most useful. Martin, is there any notes you want to trade? 
we definitely got on Ophelia, but we still haven't talked about her relationship was with the Acolytes. Where were the Acolytes headed again? Were they headed? They there? were headed towards House Marin territories on the uh, night they disappeared. Yeah, okay. Other than Ophelia, did you talk to anyone else about this matter? No one of consequence. Martin, you can tell she's lying through her teeth. <laughs> Even those of no consequence we would wish to know of. Her eyes narrow a bit. Mm. You're not nobles, are you? <laughs> You've come to the planet asking far too many questions to be the standard effete courtiers that waltz around in our ballrooms. You're up to something more than just doing a little light investigation on the side. What's your game? She's very direct now. Well, um, cat's out of the bag. She's the closest thing we had to an ally, so... Do you use the I word? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll admit Ophelia was connected to a disappearance we were, uh, here to investigate that was our original mission so you were sent to investigate someone else's disappearance mm-hmm. who's someone from on world or from off world very off world <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were less in the company of also brown be deliberately a little vague she gets a very slight smile on her face uh some off worlders who were a group of four of them Conducting their own investigation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, quite possibly. I'll see. I had contact with them as well. I guess we can just go ahead and ask her what she knows of them. This particular group of off-worlders I was thinking of worked for a certain organization answering only to the God Emperor. <laughs> Investigating very much the same thing as you are. And I helped out with their investigations. It was very helpful for them to have a well-positioned ally in another house. Indeed. I say drop the I-word. I-word? We work for the iguana. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to come for the Inquisition, I presume. And she just smiles. (laughs) Pleased to make your acquaintance, Acolyte Martin. Awesome. I suppose you can call me Throne Agent Natalie Corvus from now on. Not in public, though. <laughs> All right. Sweetness. I uh, fairly recently promoted Throne Agent, but an agent nonetheless. <laughs> and not really a Throne Agent, but more like a contact ally. A throne contact, yeah. But I like the sound of Throne Agent. <laughs> it has a lot of grandeur to it. And Ophelia, was she also a fellow agent? Yes, she actually was the one who got me into this. She was the original point of contact for Margolin's acolytes. Actually, she doesn't actually know the Inquisitor's name. Uh, she was yeah. the original point of contact for the previous group of acolytes. Yeah. While this is happening, Zarkov, tell me how you plan to deal with the people that you see up there. I was thinking I'd just try to get close enough to listen in on their conversation or witness what the actual cargo was. And if I couldn't, then maybe I would try to either incapacitate or maybe kill. Mm -hmm. But observation Uh, rather than confrontation, if possible. 
okay. possible, but I want to figure out what the contents of these sneaky bastards. My heresy's sentences are tingling. <laughs> Trust your senses. If it seems like heresy, it's probably heresy. <laughs> if it doesn't seem like heresy, you're not a very good inquisitor. Yeah, it's probably heresy. I suppose this is a good point to leave it off with Zarkov just having stumbled <laughs> upon uh, what could be another lead and Hopefully. you guys having secured a very valuable information and contact. This better not wind up being a smuggling operation for watermelons or something. Yeah. yeah. I kill two innocent farmers. She knows watermelons. <laughs> they are heretical. We must smash them all. Heresy! You guys ever watch uh, Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah. yeah. My, My cabbages! cabbages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really all those guys are up to. Cabbages are very strictly regulated by the Acheron <laughs> government. <laughs> and they're just trying <laughs> to bring <laughs> the people <laughs> their sauerkraut. <laughs> you all get 200 experience for your day's work today. Nice. Zarkov gets a grab shoot also. Oh yeah, I stole a grab shoot. If you don't ever return it, no one will never know it's missing. So. Yeah, no, you not have a grab shoot, John. I have a grab shoot. Sweet. It's not fitted with any kind of distinctive house Corvus markings. It just looks like a grab shoot. I'll just scratch off the serial numbers. I'm used to this. No, you help save weight. All right. Uh, with that, I'm probably going to take a shower and head to bed, guys. Take it nah. easy. I'm going to head out as well. Yeah, I'm pretty beat. But, uh, it was nice hanging out with you guys today, and we have all kinds of new things to ponder for our next meeting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, nice talking to you, and I'll mm-hmm. see you again later. Okay, see you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find us online at itsprobablyheresy.wordpress.com. And if you see anything heretical, you can contact the Acolytes at itsprobablyheresy at gmail.com. Engines go fast.